Hey, you got Frank from Sniper's Hide here, and I got a special podcast for you guys because I have Michael Victor of Victor Company. Some of you guys may have known him from the Viper skins for the AI rifles, as well as the Titan stocks for your 1022. Um, Michael and I have known each other for a long time. He goes back, known my girl even longer. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second, how uh, we met at a Christmas party uh, a whole bunch of years ago, not knowing each other. And um, so he's now, he, he does those 22 stocks. He's a big-time shooter in California, goes to a bunch of matches. So we're just going to talk a, a little bit of what we do and, and like we do. So, Mike, great having you. Cool. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Frank. It's great to be here. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, 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 we'll get, you a little, <laughs> get, get him a little volume. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's uh, going back. We met at Genesee at Kim's parents' house up there. It was a Christmas party. Correct. You guys were in town because you were in California. Yep, and I remember you had the uh, your shorts. You did you did two video like movie shorts because you work in the movie industry, kind of. I guess is a get the dog out here. Um, you work in that industry, so you showed uh, one short, which was the kid buying the condoms, and but was with the boyfriend and not the the daughter. <laughs> it's embarrassing, yes, yes, but no, it was good. They were really good. And then the other one, I don't remember, but I remember you had a cool effect going through the house. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a it was a horror short. That yes, I did. it was a horror short, and yeah. you, and you went through the floor. That's right, and it was really neat because you saw the layers and the insulation when you came down. Yeah. From one one floor to another. So, but they were really good videos. I mean, but that's your your industry. Yeah. But yeah. they were good. And then we were like, "Hey, we both like long range shooting." And then you were like, "I know that website." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, I think you had just started Sniper's Hide. Yep. Um, and I remember you talking to me about long range shooting. I'd been in shooting before. Uh, I've shot most of my life. Uh, I was a reserve uh, sheriff's deputy up at Boulder. Um, you know, been around guns mm-hmm. my whole life. But um, you actually were one of the people who really got me interested in the long-range precision game. Yeah, and, yeah. And I remember you telling me, you said, listen, I'll, you know, I'll get you hooked up with a, you know, the right builders and the rifles and the glass. And, uh, and that was a while ago. You're, you're AI, though, right? You shoot the AI I, 308? I stuff. am. I'm, I'm AI. I've got a number of AI rifles. Uh, I think anybody who knows me knows that. Like, I, I've Actually, even from before I bought my AI, I was running AICS. Okay. So, you know, and I, I ran those. I love those. They're, they're, they're tanks. You know, mm-hmm. they can take anything. Um, I got a ton of them. And uh, I've, I, now I've got an AW. I've got the Super Magnum. I've got the AX, the new nice. left-handed AX. I'm nice. A, I'm a lefty. Oh, right. oh, there you go. So that even works out even better. That, they, they had the lefties for you. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been a great time. And uh, it, was, it was really, uh, you know, really great to meet you back then and then watch your sort of career or, you know, I, I didn't even, like, what you have isn't even really a career. It's more, I think you're, you're almost like the godfather of the sport in a lot of ways. Um, I don't want to embarrass don't, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's a little element. Sure, I could see that. <laughs> no, but it's been great. I think you, you've really pushed this sport forward a lot. And I, uh, and whether it's technology, training, mm-hmm. um, and even just getting out there in, in the matches and everything. Well, that's because we, we, I mean, we're fans first off. I mean, both we, we're kind of, you know, working in the industry, but you start off as a fan. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, super fans. And we see this in, in a lot of other industries. And then it becomes sort of this little niche industry, and I like to be well rounded. Yeah. And so that that that's why we, we we run all these different. And you know, I thought when you went over to the twenty two stuff, you beat everybody to that sort of twenty two market, which I think was great. Yeah, and, we we were a little ahead. Yes. I, we were a couple of years ahead of Big that. Big time, yeah. Um, but now it's catching up. It is. 
Yeah. And, and you guys have been, I, I, I just shot, and we've been talking about it a little bit offline. Uh, just shot the Gunworks match, and you sponsored on that. Your stuff was all over the place. Uh, uh, what they did, they did a neat thing. We had dinner in the table. They put all, like, your sticker swag and everything just kind of littering the tables with them. So, every there, you know, here's there was your postcard for the Titan, your sticker, and, and then there was my, like, everyday sniper sticker and sniper's hide stuff. So it was really neat that while you're eating – all that was there. And I'm like, hey, I know Michael Victor, and then, you know. <laughs> so it was cool. But, yeah, you started that 1022, and that works really good to do the training. Yeah. So talk about how – where the idea for – well, you know, okay. So, you know, I'm a guy, you know, I, and I think like probably like everybody listening, you know, we get out there and we shoot and we see like, oh, this could be improved or um, this would make me a better shooter or this is something that I'd really like to see. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, my wife is pretty cool and said, hey, you know, I had a couple ideas for the first AI stock. And, yep. uh, you know, we, we developed um, with the Viper skins and stuff. Skins a lot of guys still run the Viper skins. We I got to tell you, we still sell a lot of those. Yeah, I believe it. I thought it would have been dead in the water by now, but um, mm -hmm. we're still moving them. And thank you guys, because, uh, you know, we, we really just want what our job is to innovate and give people better shooting experience. And yeah. we don't limit it to any particular rifle or to any particular, even um, let's say caliber. Right. Sport. Right. It's just, we we're about precision rifle innovation. And so what happened with us is, you know, and I, I like to shoot center fire just like everybody does. I love shooting out to, you know, you know, 16, 1700 yards. If I could hit something out there, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. You're there. Yeah. Um, and so what happened was I, I had a couple 1022s and I was shooting them and I thought, man, these are really, they're, they're good little shooters and they were accurate. Mm -hmm. So I put a scope on one and I started trying to get as much accuracy as I could out of it. And I, it was in that, I don't want to say the, the stock necessarily, but it was in our the standard sure. kind of rubberized stock. That everybody has, and, and they're fantastic. You know, they, they yeah, feel great. It's like great. the whole mold, yes, right? That they yeah. came with, sure. So yeah. they flex a lot. They flex, yeah, they flex a bit, right? So if you're shooting at, you know, 10 yards and you're shooting birds or 20 yards and you're shooting squirrels, it's fine. It's great. But I thought, you know, I looked at this and I said, I can make this better. And I, I wanted to set out and just make, honestly, the most indestructible, the highest grade precision. Uh, 22 stock I could make for the 1022. Mm -hmm. And I sat down with a bunch of, uh, I, I myself am not an engineer. I'm a design, I'm, I design and I create, you know, right, and right. I, I, I sort of lead people to where I, I want them to be. And so uh, I, we pulled together some engineers and some, you know, some, you know, CAD guys. And I just took apart and basically looked at everything that the 1022 was and where we could anchor it down, because really that's the Achilles heel. It, that's the best part of your stock is that little lug you have in there in the back that tunes it up. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't off the top of my head. I don't remember what you call it, but go ahead and so, explain that yeah, part to it, where you're you're talking that adjustability to take the slop out. Yeah, and that's the problem is that you know I think there's about seven million 1022s out there by Ruger alone, not even the aftermarkets. So there's a lot of uh, variance and tolerance. Uh, there's, um, you know, things fit a little funny on some of the older ones or the newer ones, a little slop here and there. So what we did was we built a, a dual anchor system. We made, we put an anchor up in the front and in the rear of the stock so that, and the, the, the resin in our stock is, um, I don't want to say the exact percentage, but it's a very high, uh, fiberglass, uh, percent content, yeah, right. content. So it's incredibly stiff. 
and it's literally almost it's it's like it's it's in this industrial grade like it's a, I think they call it a it's like structural engineering grade resin right yeah so you could build you know a house with it yeah a house with it if you yeah, want yeah. to so we built these anchors in there and what we did was we oversized everything a little bit and then we started backing off until we could start to get most most of the 1022 uh, setups would fit and fit snugly mm-hmm. and this is the hard part right. Because, like, see, Hogue could overmold their stuff because it's rubber, or I'm sorry, oversize their stuff, and it would squish around. Sure. And it would fit, and it fits nice and tight because it's rubber, but it's still sliding around. Yep, yep. Our stuff locks down front and back. We put a little, we have a little anchor screw, and this is our, this is our first version of it. We have a little anchor screw in there, which actually takes out any slop from the rear trigger group. Mm-hmm. Which often I will say that there's there isn't any slop. It was like a half a turn, a quarter turn for mine when okay. I dropped it in. Cool. It, it was just it was enough to say yes, I see why it's here, mm-hmm. but it wasn't huge because it was a newer one. I bought it kind of newer. I have an old 1022 somewhere, mm-hmm. probably back in Connecticut. But so the new one that I bought when your when your stock came out, it was like a half a turn okay. on the on the nut. Was that a what trigger group was it? Was it a? It was just rear? factory, okay. and I had gotten the twenty-inch varmint barrel version. You were like, "Oh, go 16. <laughs> but I went and did the twenty. It was the the straight taper. Yeah. Um. So that and and then it shoots great with the prime subsonic and stuff like okay. that. So yeah, it's it's money. Put a U.S. optic on it. And <laughs> yeah. You know. So it, here you got this this the Titan stock with the ten twenty two. It's got that twenty-inch bull barrel or whatever variant it's called, and then like. A U.S. optic scope, and you go out, and it's all day, man. It's just ding, 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 ding. yeah, it makes it look easy. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's not. You know, twenty-two uh, is actually it's a finicky ammo, and it's a finicky yes round. Um, so you know, the harmonics are really important. Uh, we're the only stock that I'm aware of, other than maybe if you betted a Macmillan uh, or Manners. We're the only stock that I know of that free floats our barrel. Um, yes, out of the box, mm-hmm. and. Um, we get, I mean, really, really surprising accuracy. Like, I, I, I got to say. It, it was better I because I did it before and after. Mm-hmm. I did the wood stock, and then I went and shot it. There was definitely a difference. You could see it. And the feel makes you feel like like a Manners McMillan or any other tactical stock. So yeah. you're not it, – it, it has, it has that, that the vertical grip, the whole thing, and, and you're in there. And then you can do the adjustable cheek. And, and, and put all that in. So it really helps to kind of become a full-blown trainer out of a 1022. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, so when we came to market with this, uh, I don't know, a few, uh, four years ago, um, it didn't really have a home largely because I was a precision rifle shooter, you know, right. tactical precision rifle shooter. I developed this stock. I thought, hey, this will take off immediately because everybody will get why we made this mm-hmm. as a trainer or for competition shooting, but there wasn't competition shooting yet right. for, for the 22. And then enter NRL with their 22 league, and now you're in the stratosphere zone because you're your first guy to market. It has been fantastic. Uh, I am really proud to be um, associated with these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we came in, I, when I heard about that they were doing this, I just jumped in. I said, listen, I, this is why we made this stock. And, um, you know, we make the stock because we want to add something to this sport, Right. We're not doing this because, you know, we're making millions of dollars. And, yeah, you got another job. Yeah, yeah we yeah. got other things going on. But it's it's about, we're, we're really about bringing something and adding our voice to the sport. And when I saw the NRL 22 come out, came out with that, I said, I want to be a part of this. They, those guys have been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they have over, I think, 60, I don't know if they call them clubs or chapters right now, uh, across the U.S. Um, and just the 22 side. Just the 22. This is not yeah. the NRL. Right, right, right. NRL 22 has over 60 uh, matches every month around the country. These matches are all, if you guys aren't familiar with it, go to nrl22.com. Yep. No, dot org? Dot org. I don't know. Yeah, comma che- org. Check it. Google it. C- comma org want to work. And then you, and what you'll find is is what, what they did, the basis of this, and, you know, I built my stock and I, and I started doing the shooting that I was doing, and everybody's like, well, what is this? You know, like, what do we use this for? And I was like, use it for precision rifle. Right, we're not having to spend in... You know, thirty dollars a box. Yeah. Now you can spend a quarter of that. Yeah. And get your reps in. Correct. Yes. And Correct. without having and then with the scale factor, have you been using any of the scale stuff that guys show? Twenty two scaling. Oh. How to how to make it appear like you're six five three oh eight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you know because that's really important. That's what it's all about. The angles, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean this, you know, the NRL twenty two. We shoot everything at a hundred yards or less. Yep. Um, and you know, you're shooting these tiny little targets that are a quarter inch, but you're only at thirty yards. But it's still hard. You yes. know, you're shooting KYLs. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, little tiny guys. So here, here's the, the the trick, guys. If you're out there listening, you got a hundred yard range local to you. Stand up a twenty two match. That, that, that's all it takes, and they like handhold you. I mean, NRL does a good job. They'll. Supply you with courses of fire. They'll get you targetry. They do a whole lot for the match director to help you stand up. Like they're giving you the assist where versus the other guys kind of come in and say, hey, we know you got a gratch that's popular and we like it. We want your, our name on your match. And it's like, okay, well, what do I get? And it's like, well, not much. You get to say your PRS match where the NRL guys actually will give you assistance. And I know it's a little easier from out west here because that's where they're located. But, I mean, they're they're standing them up east coast and all that. I know, like, Rob Orman and Jamelli, those guys who are old Hyde members, Team Blaster guys, they're shooting them all now. Correct, yeah. And, and, and it's it's all over. Like you said, 60 places you can do a 22 match somewhere. Yeah, you know, they um, uh, Travis and Tyler did a fantastic job of, like, kind of setting this up because they basically it's like it's like just add water. Mm-hmm. You, you – I think – I don't – don't quote me on the numbers, but maybe it's a couple hundred bucks, three hundred bucks for a target set. Yeah, but that's still pennies on the dollar. Yeah, and and then they give you the course of fire, mm-hmm. and it's really easy to set up. And you can set this up at a hundred yard range, and you know you got barricades. They just added tank trap, okay. which is always fun. Yeah, yeah, and it's a blast. But it, I mean, I've seen guys show up just with step ladders and folding chairs as props. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. so you're gonna shoot off a step ladder and a folding chair just to give you an alternate position on the cheap. Yeah. So how hard? I mean, who can't show up with a step ladder and a folding chair, put a target out at fifty yards, and say, "Hit this little guy." And you don't need. And the other thing that's really great about it is you don't need to have you know a Titan with, let's say, a bolt quartz and setup and a USO scope. I've seen guys out there show up with a bolt action. Uh, you know, the the, the Savage. CZs yeah. Savage. Well, the CVG, they're, they're even Gucci. Yeah, yeah. But the you know the Savage and shoot really well. Right. Right, and it's fun. It's it's you know forty dollars scope, four hundred dollars rifle. You're mm-hmm. good to go. That's where you go see Acme for the scopes. Acme has all the six to twenty fours, and and that's Sean. You you may have ran into Sean selling stuff. He has a retail place, but Sean does the Acme scopes for like two ninety nine and three ninety nine for six to twenty four tactical scopes. They're made in the same place as Athlon. 
and they're three hundred dollars. How far do they dial down? Yeah, ten yards. I think they'll oh. dial down. Um, you know, and you can always bring the power down, and the focus gets a little better. Yeah. So you know, yeah, maybe you don't want to be on twenty four power, but you could do it on like twelve yeah. and get a five yard focus if you need it. Yeah. But yeah, so there's so much out there that you could do, and and that's the other thing now. Everybody trying to cover the scopes that focus down SWFAs. They focus down pretty far for the cheap ones. The super snipers, I think they're uh, twelve feet or something for for theirs, and and then you know you can go all the way up to Schmidt and Bender because yeah. they're air rifle scopes in a lot of ways. Oh sure, you know, so put on your Schmidt. <laughs> yeah, and you'll see guys out there with their Schmidts. Do they? Yeah. Nice. Oh, I yeah. The the last one I was at, I I remember I was thinking, man, these guys have. Some, I mean, I thought we had nice scopes because we run a USO. Yeah, yeah. Some of the, even the Bushnells, and and they're all fine. You know, it's good to hear that Acme's doing their scopes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's a need for that right now for the NRL 22 because, you know, there, there are scopes out there, but, you know, it's like everybody's looking for that perfect scope. Right, right. And, and, and honestly, I think where the change is going to be in scopes is reticle because okay. you're going to want the thinner reticle and get it as thin as you possibly can. So I, I, I'd be interested to see if somebody does a cheap 22 scope, uh, you know, three dollars $400, but customizes the reticle. Nice. So that it works for the 22s a little bit better. I think that would be neat. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Somebody get on that. Absolutely. Yeah, please do. <laughs> and so what What else you, you, you besides the 22 stuff, which I, like I said, I see your name everywhere with it, which is great. I put you on Sniper's Hide with that. I saw you at shot. You had to do the upstairs before you could go downstairs. <laughs> yeah. You know, you were right across from Jeff Uber with the Z, Zero Comp. Yeah. So when I was going up there, it's like uh, you and Heather. And I'm like, oh, you know them. <laughs> Yeah, um, well, so we've been, and I think anybody knows uh, who, I probably know a lot of people, I've been around, mm-hmm. I'm not a big sales guy, like I'm not really a big pusher of no, products. No, have fun. Man. Yeah, That's exactly. Good. I'm an like enthusiast, right? Yeah. I'm like everybody out there where I just am a dude that made some great stuff mm-hmm. and um, I continue, we're, we're continue working on making better and better stuff to like increase, you know, just kind of the enjoyment of our, of our sport. Right. Um, so yeah, we, we had, we had the small table, we got the, like the, the upstairs kind of, you had to come in that door before they'll let you in the big door. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is weird with shot show, but that's how it works. But this year we, we're, we, we do have a table. We might have like a double size table. I'm not sure how big it is. It we're, should probably be 10 footer now. We might have a you 20. Should, oh, okay. So if you go to double, that'd be 20, right? We might. I, yeah. Cause at first they gave you like the four foot table and then you can move up to the minimum of the 10. And then once you're there, you could go as big as you want. Yeah. Yeah. But we're downstairs this year. Nice. Yeah. So we're downstairs, but I hear we get a lot of traffic. If you guys are around, I don't know the exact spot yet. I don't have the the map. Yeah. It's too map. early. But, um, but I was talking to Diane. We were talking to Diane. She told us that uh, she has a friend down there and they get a lot of traffic. Oh, you're going to be in the main? Yes. No, at the bottom. In, yes. But yeah. that's a good spot because... That's the more generalized. A lot more of our guys are going that way. It used okay. to be tactical. We're upstairs in that first ballroom area, like where, where AI is yes. and all that. Then they had spill over right below them and downstairs, like where Diane is. And it was originally with Redix exhibition or whatever it is. They wanted it all separated, but now it's being blended in to that main floor downstairs where you're going is actually the main floor. Okay. It's just where we come in, it's downstairs. But if you go to the front of that sands, that's the main area, that's the main registration, and I know exactly where you're going to be. You're going to be near Kestrel, AB, Kelby's, 
all those guys right down there. So that's a good spot to be in. Yeah, so look for us and come by and say hi to my wife. My wife's name's Heather, and uh, mm-hmm. we, we give away T-shirts and stickers. And nice. You know, it's, it's a good time. Yeah, it is. It's fun. Um, I mean, shots always been been a good time. And uh, then you're still shooting 308 with your stuff, though, right? You, I mean, in, in most matches. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I shot 308 for a really long time. I really love 308. I've got, like, this love affair that'll never die, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a big, fat, little salve bullet and you <laughs> set it out there and you know you hold four puppies <laughs> yeah, right. non-aerodynamic. you know you're holding four mils of wind yeah. you know and you're like okay i think it's gonna i see a splash um <laughs> no you know i just graduated um i just uh i was very fortunate enough to um picked up an ax uh and it's in six five i mean i have it in 308 because yep, it has yep. a switch calibers mm-hmm. which i love um that's so how easy is that yeah, I think AI just like killed it on that rifle. Like it, they did such a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, just about everything about it, and you know I can remove the barrel. Um, I've got a couple. Actually, now I have two more blanks that I'm going to get cut. But I'm shooting six five now. Uh, the six five is performing great for me. Yep. Um, we're shooting. I'm shooting uh, this year. I'm shooting uh, the Arizona match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Which is in November. I is believe. that Milkovich's one? Yes. Yeah. It is. You're going over to theirs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And they always put on a good show. Big time. Good show, man. Good positional. Good stuff. That they definitely do it right with their matches. Yeah. So. And good people. And uh, then I'm also shooting the NorCal uh, precision match. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That NorCal is tricky, man. That long range part of NorCal. I shot the Surefire one. Their long range part has a tricky wind and weird terrain. You're talking about in that in the in the thousand yard bay. Yes, yeah, thousand yard valley's tricky as shit. Well, I'll give you a hint out there. Uh, never look at the wind flag that's on the left up on the hill. Yes, because there's that ski jump. Yeah, right. That blocks and moves, and then it's weird, man. Yes, yeah, so you can't. And when it goes high, you see weird verticals too. When you're doing the thousand yard shot, sure. If you catch it just right, too close to that hill, yeah. It, it, it does some weird stuff on your bullet. You'd be like, what the hell just happened? And it's like the wind just came off that, that little ski jump they have there and it flips your bullet away. Yeah, and you'll see everybody's stuff rise up, come back down. You know, it kind of yes. does everybody together, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Um, the best way to shoot that, I've noticed at least, you know, I've been on it a few or four times, but is the Mirage. Like, watch the Mirage. The Mirage will tell you a lot. Everything for there, which is awesome. Yeah. And I tried to go the last time I shot, and I shot it twice, I think it was. And we did a class there with Jacob. Okay. Um, I go on the far end away from it. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, I go to the right. the right? Yes, I stay to the right. Oh, nice. So it's like, uh, I'll get away from that, and I'll go to the right, and yeah. hopefully I won't have the wind as bad as the guys on the left. So, yeah. Yeah, that works out. No, that's great. Um, so the fact you're still shooting tons of comps is, is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been great. I mean, I'm, I'm a busy guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I have a co- two different companies and we work, you know, I fly a, a lot. I travel a lot for, for my other work. And so um, we're constantly trying to, you know, I have so many ideas and so many things, so many plans for things. Yeah. Um, I get a lot of email from our customers. Our customers have been amazing. And you guys have been, you know, you gave me great feedback, so supportive. And we are working on more stocks. We are going to have more stuff for you. Nice. Shot Show is going to have, we have stuff to announce. I can't announce it now. No, it's early. But yeah, it's too early. But um, we, we're also working on other things, you know, like we have stuff that's outside of the 22 that we're working on. So awesome. There's just, it's really I an mean, exciting time. You guys time. are in a good space for sort of the niche accessories too, because of the, the molded plastics and the different things. And then, your rail systems that you got, you'd probably be in a good spot to make some 
you know, dope holders and different things and, and more of the tiny stuff, I guess, as a way to put it. Because I think you're in a good spot for that. Well, you know, the sort of focus group we work with is like small, but it's effective. Right. And that is like, what, Frank, what do you use? What do I use? You know, we look at stuff that works for us, you mm-hmm. know. And um, yeah, we don't work just in plastic or just in metal. We're really just looking to see what's the best solution. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the great way of putting it. No, it's it, it's been a it's good to see this growth and to see the ability to change direction. Like I said, from the skins to the stock, but similar. I mean, you don't have to go outside of your comfort zone really, but you're moving in that direction, and the stocks work great, man. Yeah. Just like I said, you got a ten twenty two, drop it in in two seconds. It's it's so easy. It, it it's it's the, the adjustability said I dropped it in and, and it was it was simple. Yeah. So that's a great the good packaging too. I really like your packaging and everything. You make it um commercial now didn't you you're on like Midway or somebody now? Yeah, you know Brownells actually. Brownells it was, okay, it's Brownells that picked you up. I remember that shot I came up and you're like, Brownells was here. <laughs> you know, which is a huge deal, man. That's that reaches such a big audience. You know, we we, we tend to do things on our own. And then once you get into these big companies, it becomes a little easier in a way that they sell for you. Oh, for sure. And Brownells has been fantastic to work with. And, uh, you know, we just picked them up and they, they did some large orders and we've been, we've been getting out there. Um, you know, we're also trying to reach out to other – anybody who sells precision rifle parts um, is sort of in our, in our space. You know, because I don't – you know, we've got, the, we've got the PRS and the NRL, right, for the centerfire stuff. But the NRL 22 is the fastest growing division of new precision rifle sports right now. It's exploding. People are all over the country are really getting into it, understanding what it's about. And they're upgrading from their Hogue or from their, even their OEM plastic stocks, right? Well, and I have right back here, I got to get it all put together. I have a Voodoo. Oh, great. All tricked out. I got an AX chassis. But Manners just just sent me a carbon fiber PRS because I wanted it in a light carbon fiber. So my voodoo's going to end up going in the manners. He just sent that over. It was there's a little tiny bit of miscommunication. It's funny. So I, I was like ordering the voodoo, and I said to him, I said, "Oh, I'm going to do the manners." Well, they told manners they were going to do it, but then they never got it from manners. So I had the barreled action, which I just bought the barreled action from them, and then I go, "Well, I got to put it in a stock." So I grabbed the AX uh, chassis. And then I saw Tom at King of Two Miles. He's like, hey, I got that stock for you. I was like, oh, I thought I didn't know anybody knew about it because I didn't talk to Tom. And he's like, yeah, we ordered it up. We talked that shot. Like, and I talked to him for like a minute. And he remembered and built the whole thing up. So now he just emailed me yesterday. Hey, you got your stock. So I'm going to be switching out the voodoo to the manners. Oh, nice. Yeah, so nice. we'll be playing that. I want to do a, 20, a two-day 22 match that's like a carnival Oh, that that'd be so much fun! It'd be like a kid, right? Yes, you know, be like like, like you know, put on a friggin' PT Barnum top hat and the whole thing. Listen, get out, listen, fun. Um, and do like, you know, windmills. Almost think of like mini golf. Yeah. And a carnival yeah. like Barker, and do those events, but with a twenty-two, and then include like the ELR side of things now, and shoot it out to like four hundred yards. Yes. So you'll have far targets to do for part of it, but close in. But you gotta shoot between the, the the windmill as it's spinning, and and I want to do that. And I just gotta figure out how I get somebody to build me the props. Yeah, because I need like a mini. I need, I need a defunct mini golf thing that I can go grab their props. That's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Do like like here. You know what I see a lot of big here? Giant roosters. Everywhere I go, there's one up the road, 
there's roosters, these giant, like, aluminum or something. I don't know what they are, tin yeah. roosters. Like, I want to put things on that where you can hang stuff off of it and shoot the rooster. Right. And, and you know, have to kind of, like, thread the needle. And I'm, I'm showing Mike pictures of me shooting them. <laughs> not that you guys can see it. But, um, yeah, so I want to do something like that, like a carnival event. That is that'd be fantastic. That would be so much fun. You know, you could do like the bottles, like knocking yes. the bottles over. Yeah, the, uh, the pipes. You know, yeah. shoot the pipes. The and, pipes out, right? Yeah, yeah. Or the star out. You got to shoot. The, like, wasn't that? Do you remember that? We yes. had a machine BB gun. Yes, totally. It cost a dollar or something. Or maybe. Probably. Right, had yeah, to get the star, and it never, it never quite got the star. And the guy will go, "Oh, there's always that piece that <laughs> yeah. didn't quite work." But you yeah. totally that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. And just make it like. Goofy and fun, like mix mini golf with a carnival in twenty two shooting. Yeah, and so that's kind of where my head's at right now. I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm working the wheels, man. I'm <laughs> like, oh, I could do this event, and I could do it right here on my range. Yeah, because I because it's we can shoot along our linear road. Like I can go into my impact area, and I can shoot sideways instead of shooting like say it's directly west. Well, I can go and line everybody up from that east to west, and we can shoot south. Oh, good. Okay. Without it being a problem. Right. We could shoot north, too, if I wanted to, but you know what I mean? And we normally shoot west, but the way my range is, you can shoot from south all the way around to north. Gotcha. So the only impact area would be pointing back east. So you could have like a whole 18-hole yes. uh, experience. So you start off like shooting the pipe out of, of uh, Abraham Lincoln's mouth. Yep. <laughs> you know, and then you, you move on to like shooting the petals off the flowers. Yep. Then, yeah. Totally. That, and and you could just go down linear and walk out, shoot yeah. your 18 holes that day, come back, we'll do like a reset yep. and move the targets out. And then the next day will be like ELR. Yeah. Week 22. I'm in. No, just let me go. know when to show up. Yeah. Well, I, I'm working on it. So maybe next year it'll be like a good September-ish before the weather changes to come out and do it. I think it'll be pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the 22 stuff is just great. Well, it's great. And it's, you know, and again, it's it's a gateway drug, you know. It's like you get in the 22, you know, you start <laughs> shooting that, then you want to shoot something a little bigger. Yep, yep. You know, you move up to your 308s, your 6.5s. Uh, you know, if you want to get really fancy, you know, you like your 6 millimeters. Mm -hmm. So they make me crazy. I don't know about you, but I do not want to chase lands. I, I have the 6 Creedmoor. I have two of them. I don't do as well with it. Yeah. I, I did. Now, don't get me wrong. I shot the one the first time I came back and George built me the six Creedmoor before it was a uh, factory. Thing. And um, I, I top 10 with it, but it was down at core. But up here, the wind's too strong for me. So I think the wind beats up the six millimeter here. Mm. But who knows? Mike gets a, Mike and Adam shoot them, but they're pushing them fast. You know, the problem I had with it was I couldn't even spot my own hits. After you get far, yeah. it's hard, it, man. It, it is hard. And when you get out to like 900 yards, mm -hmm. and I remember, or if you're shooting even off, if you're not getting the hits. Right. You're hitting mud or something. And it's, you don't see the There's splash. There's nothing, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was watching these guys at Gunworks and stuff, the six dashers. Dude, they're doing straight taper barrels on these things. They're, and now with the MPA chassis with the weights, yeah. it was like an 18-pound <laughs> six-dasher. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I could never. I mean, they're bigger guys, so but no big deal. But I could never move with that. But the guns don't move. Once they drop it on the bags or drop it on the chassis, uh, barricade stops yep. and things like that, they don't move. So it, it sort of takes out the shooter out of the equation, Yes, right? they're totally trying to take the shooter. It's becoming... 
almost like a belly bench rest gun in alternate positions and just trying to find that perfect balance point right. and then letting the gun do the work. Right. And, and it's funny because I, I mean, I was telling, we, I do demos now with the really right stuff tripods. I put the AX on it. I, like the last one I did in Alaska was a 12 inch target at a thousand yards. I lined it up on the tripod. I stood back and just touched it with my finger and my thumb and hit it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's just, just bang. Yes. And it hits. Oh, it's like, yeah, you just balance it in the middle of the yeah. really right stuff, line it up, give, give it a little nudge of wind because <laughs> there's not much wind out there and then just go and it hits. So we're what, probably six months away from the app that actually shoots your gun? Yes. You don't even have to touch the gun? I'm waiting for that. That's coming. You watch. I mean, heck, you look at Vectronics has the um the, the Terrapin X. Mm -hmm. You could fire it from the app. Oh, you can? Yes. You can set it up and do it, and you can do everything from the app. Wow. So you can, as long as it's pointing in the right place, right. you can stand back and then hit the button, and it'll, it'll do its job. I had to pick one of those up. <laughs> yeah. And it even has a shear thing. I range, like you can say, I want to share this range, and it'll go, take a picture of what you just range, and says, this was ranged by a Terrapin X at 1,250 yards. What, you can like message people yes. with it? Oh, it'll wow. share a message and do whatever. Wow. into the. They built in social sharing to the app. Oh, wow. And the app does like a bunch of extra stuff and fine tunes on it. You can even like measure building heights. So like if an LE guy's got to do a little math problem, a little trig, he can kind of hit the base hit the top, hit the target, and it'll do the model for him. So there, there's a bunch of little features that the app will do and then fire through the Terrapin without even touching it. How are you, not to get off on the tangent, but how are you attaching the Terrapin to the, like the rock, the really right stuff? Just the uh, camera mount, the small, well, I, I think I have the um the, the 40 millimeter. So the duct the Arca? Yeah, I have a really right stuff, one that's small, but I, I will say that somebody might be really right stuff has my terrapin right now so there might be a mount coming <laughs> give or take who knows yeah I, I may have left it with somebody for the week while i was in gunworks gotcha so the, I, I left a couple things with the guy and so there might be some more really right stuff stuff coming excellent yeah yeah kind of like oh make stuff here's what i need mail this back to me on friday <laughs> Well, they're, they're, I love their stuff. Yeah, um, right. I, I don't have their, the the tripod yet. But I'm working oh, on you got to do that. Yeah, that's that's like that's next level. Yeah, you know how it goes when we come to the camera world. Yeah, it's going from your your Canon to your Red. You know, yeah, it's a different world. I have a yeah. Manfrotto right now yeah. with like a, a forty dollar head. I don't yeah. even know what the thing is. It's like Korean or something. Yeah. <laughs> From the industry, you think you'd be going for the, you know, you don't have an O'Connor or something, right? <laughs> I'm working on it. We put our money into development, not into yeah. Like you're the fancy you're stuff. you're you're more on the editing side, and then right? Aren't you then production? Are you still doing uh, production? Oh, for that stuff, uh, no, we shoot, we shoot, yeah. I shoot and direct. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. We direct, <laughs> um, and we, but we rent all our. I was gear. just gonna say you probably rent everything, <laughs> yeah. don't you? Well, because it changes so much. So yes. like this sport, you know, we. We buy it all because it's like we're out there, but like they have huge camera houses that rent anything you want. Right. So if you want a Red or if you want Alexa, you want Alexa Mini, mm -hmm. you want to do carbon fiber mounts, you just rent it and then you just build it back to the network. Build back the to studio. the device, right. I, years ago, like some people don't, they say, oh, your videos are good. I took cinematography classes. Yeah. And one of the ones I liked the best was Alex Bono from Saturday Night Live. He does one on the road. Okay. And he was saying how he lives in LA, but he, does the DP work for um, Saturday Night Live. So Monday he's in LA. On like Wednesday he flies to New York. He gets his scripts and whatever he has to do. Because I guess Monday, Tuesday is the production meetings and the script writing. So Wednesday he shows up. They give him the script. 
Thursday, his team's out doing location scout. They rent all the equipment. And then Friday, he shoots all that. Um, it's all the non-live stuff he shoots for Saturday Night Live. He shoots that on Friday. And Friday night, it goes to the editing house. And then Saturday night, it shows up ready for the inserts. While they're changing staging, they could play their little videos. But he, he lives in L.A., works in New York, and rents every piece of equipment they use. Right. They and, don't own any of it. And it's smart because what's right. going to happen is it's going to change in six months. And these cameras cost ninety hundred thousand dollars the lenses yeah fifty thousand oh, dollars lenses are yeah bigger crazy right. yeah they're crazy expensive um so wait so you, you took this class from this dp mm -hmm. and that's how you got that fine the, the good look that you have yeah I've, I've taken i've done a shane hurlbert um one he does his classes i've done the alex bono i did one of the other saturday night live guys for audio yep. uh, epstein is his name but i've done like four cinematography classes here in denver oh wow uh, what was it um it's a master class thing, but it's got a name and I can't think of it right now. But they they do these traveling road shows. Yeah. And so you could sign up and do the class. But it, it's funny because they'll, they'll show up, like Bono especially, he'll show up and he'll say, here's $20,000 single light. He's got one, like some crazy joker or something. And he'll light the scene and say, this is the scene I lit for, um, oh, what the hell is that called? Kristen, or Wig. Yeah. Wig. So, oh, I did a scene with Kristen Wig, and here's the scene. Here's how I lit it. Here's all the real stuff. And it's like, like I said, hundred thousand dollars in equipment. One light is twenty grand. Yeah. But then he turns around and he shows up with, and then he says, he strips it all down and he pulls out a Westcott for two grand. He does it all and does the same look with a Westcott, and he's like, here I just did it with these lights. So those lights cost you two grand a piece. Mm -hmm. Then he strips it all down and goes, I made these at Home Depot. It's got a shower curtain, a batten, and the whole thing. And then he recreates it with a freaking shower curtain. I mean, that's what I like. You know, it's kind of because the dudes are smart. And then he goes, it, the opening to Saturday Night Live was all filmed on a cat. Not this year, maybe two years ago now. A DSLR, a cannon with magic lantern in it. Oh wow, yeah, a yeah. Mark III or whatever. Right. Um, that he shot all of that was done on that, all handheld. Yeah. The entire opening for each actor, where they met him in a different place, like there was one on the Brooklyn Bridge, one in a uh, record store, all shot handheld with the DSLR. Well, th those are powerful cameras, and yeah. you know we shoot a lot on those, uh, and it gives you know people talk about what's a professional camera or picture now. You know, like what, what's mm -hmm. what's the standard? There is no standard. You know, it's like YouTube. Which is possibly it's or it is the most powerful sort of media conduit. You can shoot on an iPhone. You can shoot on a. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if you remember Flip. You remember Flip? Flip phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not Flip phones, but like it's called. Flip yes, phones. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do. I, right. People can shoot on those and still you still make a whole channel. It's really about the content. Yes. You know, it's about making beautiful stuff for sure, but it's it's really about hey, go to Home Depot, get some shower curtains, get some work lights. And just start shooting. Yeah, totally. And that's kind of what, you know, what, what I did is just put time in with that. And sorry to get off on tangents, guys talking cameras, but yeah, that's kind of, it's fun for me. It's my, it's, it's my, like, not vice, but it's my hobby on the other. So there's the shooting is work, but all the film stuff is, is the hobby part of it, you sure. know, and, and that just kind of leads into making the videos look good. And then what people don't know is you did my original intros. That's true. All That's the right. sniper yeah. side intros, Michael Victor did. And <laughs> yeah. so I still use those to this day every day. The bugs 
all that stuff you did. You did a block uh, when you came out with the Viper skins. And, and you were like, hey, Frank, and we reconnected. Yeah. And then you're like, I'll make you some intros. And, it, you know, my ins and outs. Yeah. 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 yeah the ins and outs and transitions and bugs all came from Michael Berkta. So people ask me all the time, oh, where did you get those? Like, oh, somebody made those for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't go buy them. Yeah. They're fun. They're good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's cool. That, But, um, no, sorry, like I said, a little, little bit of non-shooting tangent, but that's, that's, I got Michael here and he's in that industry. So it's always fun to, to talk about it. So before we split off, we're about done. Um, tell me about the Tyler Hughes class. Cause I like Tyler. Oh, uh, Tyler Hughes. Um, um, Marine Corps dude, scout yeah. sniper, teaches out West, your area. Yep. And, and so tell me about the class you took with him. So we're located out, uh, outside of Los Angeles. Tyler does a class called, uh, or his, his academy is called the Max Ordnance. Academy. Mm-hmm. It's um, outside of Barstow. Um, I think any shooter who goes there will instantly recognize, like as you're as you're driving in from these dirt roads, like out of kind of outside of civilization a little bit. You drive up into these canyons, and there's a, a cabin. They call it the cabin. And it, I suppose it is a cabin. It's like a giant mansion cabin, but. It's, 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 it's mom's cabin. <laughs> I don't know who's getting it. It's like some rich dude made it or something, like mm-hmm. built it for the Boy Scouts. But let me tell you, it's in this canyon and you drive up there and it's instantly like, I'm home. Like, this is the most beautiful shooting spot I could ever imagine. So it's in the desert of California. So you've got these hills. Um, I, you go up there. I went in, up there for a, it was like basically a two day class uh, that you we'd go up on a Friday night. Um, everybody bunks out there. It's mostly guys. There's a couple, a couple women there, and mm-hmm. Ray, uh, uh, Tyler's, uh, his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, don't, I only know her as uh, whatever baby doll actual or whatever oh, he calls she? her on yeah. Instagram. He's got a little tag for her on Instagram. That's all I know her by. Oh, uh, she's fantastic. She's super too. great. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did selfies or two, whatever at shop. Yeah, always. And um, so I've shot with both Ray and um, Tyler at different matches, and I got to know them. And I heard they were doing a, a course. It was just a straightforward like fundamentals course and i was like it's never you know you can never go back and learn the fundamentals too many times exactly i think i've said that before too maybe yeah yeah and it's great it's great because it gives you confidence it gave me actually gave me some new there's things you start doing after 10 years of shooting things that you do with your body that you aren't realizing right pushing shots um or i think you can get these expectations in your head and they're not real you got to really you got to look at the reticle you've got to you got to focus on that reticle. Mm-hmm. You can't expect you're just going to hit because you know that you've dialed that dope right. every single time. And people, people point the reticle at the target, then go through a different layer of mental checklist. Meanwhile, the reticle is nowhere near where they lost it, and they don't even see it anymore yeah. because their mind is going like to their chest, to their finger, to this, to that. But if you focus on the reticle, which is on the target, and watch that. Boom. That's where the bullet's going to go. That's right. So you got to keep your mind on it. It's right there. It's about being present and yep. staying in that moment. So I went to, I went up to this place, uh, Max Ordnant, um, and Tyler puts on a fantastic uh, clinic, academy. Yep. And it's like, it's two days. First day is like kind of on your belly. Uh, the heat, it was really hot, 106 degrees. Uh, iPhones are dying left and right. We talked um, about that too. You, you guys, if you're focusing on your app and stuff in this temperature and weather right now, all our phones are shutting off. Yeah, and that happened to you, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you. Everything takes a break at 106 degrees, and it's you know. And so if you don't have, if you don't, don't rely on your iPhones. Like, make sure you write down your dope. 
Yeah. Um, at least you have something to go off of because nothing's worse than if you're in a competition, let's say, and your stage is about to start, your iPhone dies, you hadn't written down your dope. Totally. You know, you drove all that way. Now you're screwed. right. Now you're waiting. You're trying to cool the thing off and stick it in ice, do something to get it down, go in your car, turn the AC on. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, but Tyler puts on a great show. Uh, we, we shot, um, I'll tell you what, the, this Canyon was just, it, it just had targets everywhere. It was a target rich environment. Um, we spent two days and nights. We spent, you can go into the evening and shoot as well. Mm -hmm. And um, he just gets down to the fundamentals. And, and Tyler is a smart, intuitive guy. He's uh, trained tons of law enforcement. Yeah, he's a big LE guy. I mean, he's, like I said, he's a Marine Scout sniper, same height as me. Him and I always kind of get a little rash because we're, we're, we're about the same height together. And, um, you know, the evil leprechauns doing their thing. And, uh, yeah, he's a great dude. I like Tyler a lot, so I'm glad you went to his stuff. And it's a Marine Corps thing, pushing fundamentals. <laughs> you know, you got Phil Vallejo, pushing fundamentals. Tyler Hughes, pushing fundamentals. Frank, pushing fundamentals. Kalen, pushing fundamentals. We all come out of the Marine Corps. Clue. <laughs> yeah. You just If you just keep doing everything exactly the same way, you get that consistency and you get your result. And when you start seeing your results are, are not what you want, then you just have to go back and start saying A to B, what, what am I doing wrong? What did I change? Yep. And we do subconsciously move something. Yeah. We're always adjusting on the subconscious level. Well, one of the things I discovered in this, in the second day, we were shooting out about between 900, we started at 700 and go to about 1200 yards there. Mm -hmm. And um, I was lining up and I was shooting things. We were, we were paired off. We we're doing these squads and we we're shooting and uh, I touched off at an 800-yard target, and I was hitting high, hitting high right, hitting high left. My dope was good. None of the atmospherics had changed. I didn't know what I was doing wrong. And so Tyler jumped behind my gun, and he looked at it, and he turned around, and he just smiled. And he goes, your parallax is so fucked right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, you And know, that's like a match thing. I noticed that, too, is that I'm, you know, in these matches, you're not really messing with your parallax on the clock. Right. So I find myself saying, okay, where's my mean average target? You know, okay, it's 590, 600. Putting my parallax there, trying to get a focus in on it. But then after that, you don't touch it. Too much. You don't have enough time. Yeah, you're just running. Yeah. So it having that parallax jacked makes a difference, especially if your mag's high, you know? And I know everybody says this, and I was running a Schmidt, so like I got lazy because Schmidt, usually the numbers mean the numbers. They're Germans, right? Mm -hmm. um, where everybody else just has hash marks or dots, <laughs> you know, for the 80, you know, I'm sorry, for the, I'm thinking 22s, for, for, the, for the 100 yards, yeah, the 500 yeah. yards, to the 1,000. Schmidt's usually pretty on, but this day, I don't know if it was this scope. It was a new scope. so uh, And it, it, there's changes could be made, adjustments and where you're at. So it definitely could be something. Yeah. It's just off where the number's not perfect. Yeah. But check your parallax, everybody. You miss and check your parallax. <laughs> nice. No, that's great, Mike. I'm going to let you guys go. I'm sure you got to do family stuff and get out of here. I appreciate you coming over. Mike ran by. He's, he's like, I'm in Denver. I'm like, come on over, dude. Let's do a cast. He's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So I appreciate it, and um, we're going to sign off. So Victor Company stocks, the Titan, the Viper skins, and look for new stuff coming at shop. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah, you, yeah, Frank. Thanks. Yeah, great, great to be here. Yeah, it was a good time, good good talk. And, and like I said, go online, and you can find Mike. He's all over the place. 22 League. That's right. NRL 22. There you are. All right, guys.